Woo, I'm so glad to see you. I do stare at you. I know I haven't got out of that habit yet. I can see eyes and some I can see faces, but I am staring because I miss you. And I'm happy to see you. And it's really nice that we're slowly coming back and um, seeing you. Woo. Well, are you guys ready? We're about to talk about salty people again. Now, I love that because every time I say the word salty, I see this cloud go above your head and you've got about eight names on that list. What if we talk about that salty meant? Salty is what? When there is someone who makes a big thing out of a little thing, right? Salty person usually doesn't have all their information quite together. So they just take what they've got and they just make it a big deal whether they know or they don't, right? Salty. But what we learned last week is that saltiness is not necessarily a bad thing because you know that if you don't put a dash of salt in that recipe, it's not going to be very good. Because we learned that salt brings all the flavors together. But if we put too much salt we got a really bad recipe. We have just ruined a beautiful cake when we bite into it, haven't we? So being salt of the earth compared to being salty is not the same thing. We'd certainly like to believe, though, that conflict doesn't exist within the church. And this is what we're going to talk about today. So y'all all just breathe in with me for a minute. Let's do this together. All right, there you go. Here's what I want you to understand. Conflict does exist in the church. You know why? Because we're people. We're sinners. We're people that don't have all the answers. We're people that we live sometimes to survive instead of living. And so what happens is conflict begins. And talking about conflict in the church is difficult. We don't like to do that, do we, Randall? But God calls us to respond to difficult situations differently than the rest of the world. In fact, as the church, we have the responsibility to model healthy, respectful, loving conflict resolution. I'm not getting any amens with that. It gets all quiet. Viv, if y'all get quiet back there, I'm going to get worried. Amen. The question then becomes for us, though, how can we deal with church conflict better than those other places? What have we done? We've just left the church. And the funny thing is, is that church isn't their house. That church is God's house. So you just walked out of God's house. What did God do? What did God do? Those were people. People are flawed. We make messes every day. That's me and you. God will never fail you. So don't walk out on him. When you leave the church, you're not doing yourself any good. I never understand when there's conflict or hurt or problems. People just don't come to church. 
I always am blown away by that because to me, when I'm down and out, the place I feel like I need to be is at my father's house. That's where I find peace and I find comfort. And maybe not the answer I needed that day, but it brings a whole lot of conflict resolution. Amen? How do we live out Jesus' call to be the salt of the earth and not just make life so difficult? Church conflict, we've seen it over the past year. It's been about politics. Or maybe even church hurt. I know some of you personally in this room have been told you don't belong in church because of who you love or the color of your skin. Or maybe some of you have been told like me because you're a female, you really don't belong in any kind of role in the church. Maybe some of us have theology differences. Theological differences are not uncommon, and it's okay. Did you know you don't have to believe the same way I do in order for me to love you and still go to heaven with you? How about personality conflicts? Well, I've just been around them, and, you know, honestly, I just, uh, it doesn't work. Well, y'all better get ready, because when you get to heaven, you don't got a choice. It's what it is. So today we're going to learn a little bit about conflict resolution. And if you want to turn with me, we're going to read from Matthew chapter 18. And we're going to start at verse 15. That's Matthew 18, starting at verse 15. Now here's what I want you to understand as I read this. This scripture goes both ways. We do not take scripture to make it work our way. We have to look at it in every way. It's important. Starting at verse 15. If your brother or sister sins against you, go and correct them when you are alone together. If they listen to you, then you've won over your brother or your sister. But if they won't listen... Take with you one or two others so that they can hear every word and may be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. But if they still won't pay attention, report it to the church. If they won't pay attention even to the church, treat them as you would a Gentile and a tax collector. Uh Uh-oh, we hadn't changed much about tax collecting, have we? I assure you, That whatever you fasten on earth will be loosened in heaven. And again, I assure you that if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, when my Father who is in heaven will do it for you, amen. For where two or three are gathered in his name, I'm there with them. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So here's the deal. This is the recipe to conflict resolution right here. All of us have taken that, I'm sure, personality test, conflict resolution in our jobs, but this right here, this is the recipe for conflict resolution. Can I get an amen? Amen. A little bit bigger amen? amen? There we go. All right, at home, amen corner. If you're not here with us, amen, and we need you to let us know you're out there. 
How do we deal with salty people in the church? How do we deal with salty people in the church? Well, here's one of my first points is we have to get our feelings and emotions in check. We have to get our feelings and our emotions in check. I had a professor, I loved this professor, coolest guy ever, but he said, before you lose your mind, you check your mind. Before you lose your mind, check your mind. Meaning, make sure you do not respond in emotion or what you think. Check all your facts. Find out all you can. Don't rush to the worst case scenario. How many of you are in a situation with people sometimes and you know, whatever is said, it doesn't matter. They're fixing to bring out all the worst case scenarios. And then they'll look at you and go, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate right now. Well, sometimes I just don't need devil's advocate. I need to see where God is victorious in this situation. Because I don't understand even what a devil's advocate can be in this situation because I haven't got all my facts. And quit talking about it. Have you prayed about it as much as you've talked about it? Go straight to the source of the person and find out the truth. This is clear in this recipe that God gives us in how we deal with conflict. When we go straight to the source, it saves us a lot of time and a lot of emotional energy, doesn't it, Randall? If you just go to that person, all of a sudden you realize, why did I get so upset? Was it really worth all of that time and that energy? Was it worth me showing my behind? Y'all are laughing because y'all have done it just like me, right? The salt of the earth finds solutions. Salty finds drama. The salt of the earth will find solutions, but salty will find drama. And my next point is surround yourself with people that will keep you in check. Find people that will hold you accountable. Find people that will love you enough to say, get over yourself. Find people that will say, you don't need to talk about it. You need to pray about it. Or better yet, after you've prayed, why don't you go talk to them about it? See, I get worried when people say, yeah, people talk about you to me. Because then I want to know why they know they can come talk to you about me. See, salty people will shut down if you say, you know what, go to the source. And here's the deal. Don't forget the recipe is right here. This is what Jesus has said do. then go to that person and if they won't listen, then take your friend with you. Take that person that you trust with you. Because here's the deal, gossip and drama never took a church anywhere. Love and grace took a church everywhere. 
I want to make sure we got that one. Gossip and drama never took a church anywhere. But love and grace took a church everywhere. Deal with that conflict and realize it is just a distraction from keeping you from the main thing being the main thing. You know, that's most of the time what conflict is, is just a distraction. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of distractions. We've had a lot of those. And Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we don't like talking about that much, but it's the truth. That means he will steal your emotions if you let him. Don't. Amen? Then if the problem isn't going away, here's my third point, wade through the conflict being the salt of the earth. Wade through the conflict being the salt of the earth. When we are the salt of the earth, we are never looking for ways to hurt people. We are always looking for ways to bring flavor to the life and the situation that we are sitting in. There is a definite recipe in this scripture, right? And we can choose to be salt or we can choose to be salty. My prayer for myself is that I can choose to love in spite because everybody else has got to choose to love me in spite of me. Go to the right people. Make a plan to resolve, not a plan of conflict. When we get to the place that we decide, you know what? What Jesus calls me to do is figure out how to bring the solutions, not bring more drama. We got enough of that. Bring the right people into the conversation. Those people that will say, check yourself. That's right, before you wreck yourself. Those are the kind of people you want in your life. You don't want people that will go... Oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. You have people in your life that will look at you and say, you need to stop. Then the scripture is clear for all the church as what is next. I assure you that whatever you fasten on earth will be fastened in heaven. And whatever you loosen on earth will be loosened in heaven. Again, I assure you that if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, then my Father who is in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there with them. You see, when we come together, brother and sisters, we are a force to be reckoned with. We are a force to be reckoned. When we are divided and a house is divided, we go nowhere. But when we come together, you better watch out. Because the Holy Spirit leads the way and here we come. When we are on our knees together, mountains are moved. When lives are changed, conflict becomes harmony. Trust is gained. Souls are brought to the kingdom because of your example. But that's when we are on our knees together, not separate. Are we bringing the flavors together or are we ruining the recipe? For me, 
I've made a lot of bad recipes. All of us can sit and go, yeah, I could have done that a little different. And here's what I want you to understand. God didn't call you to be perfect either. We are sinners that are saved by grace every single day that God applies that grace to our life one more time. And here's the deal. God will apply it again tomorrow one more time. Tonight, one more time. God will apply that grace and that mercy and that love and that giftedness of understanding that we are not perfect. But we do get a choice. We get a choice to say, I'm going to stand with you and with you and I'm going to stand to make a difference. I'm going to work through this because you know what? The greater plan and the greater vision for what God has for all of us is so much bigger than anything we can comprehend or see. And when we allow ourselves to get in the middle of it, we just mess it all up. And the crazy, wonderful, great God that we serve says, let me just set it over here. I'll adjust, we'll fix it. Because his grace is about knowing we are broken sometimes. And his grace is about knowing that when we are broken, not only does he mend us back together, but he will mend you back together better than you ever were to begin with. Whether someone's told you you don't belong, because that salty person in church just felt like their opinion mattered to tell you what they thought. I'm sorry. Maybe someone's looked at you and said, because you're divorced. Mm. Maybe someone's looked at you and said, you know what, in the church now, I personally think this is hilarious, but don't wear those pants. You remember those days? And if you were my mama, you had to wear pantyhose. Who wants to wear pantyhose, y'all? They came straight from hell. Why do I want to wear that? It's the truth, y'all. Guys are like, I don't even know what she's talking about. Jesus is not pleased with pantyhose. But we've looked at people and we've told them, because you're not like me, you don't belong. We've told people, because you may not think like me. Now listen, this isn't one-sided. This is both sides. And here's the deal. What I never want to do is become like someone else that I don't like what they do. When I say we love all people at this church, that's just what we mean. We love all people and we don't care where you come from on that. We want you to know that who you are and what you are matters, not because it matters to Lover's Lane, because first and foremost, it matters to God. And salty we can be. But salt of the earth is where it changes Salt of the earth is when we decide to love. I love you. I love being on this incredible journey with you. So let's make a pact together as Rafe and them come. I want you to make a promise with me as we leave today 
that we will work on this recipe together, not apart. And some of you may go, but Didi, I like vanilla. And I'll never understand people that like vanilla. I need some serious chocolate. Like chocolate is going to be at heaven banquet. When we get to, I'm serious, y'all know it's true. We're going to have a fondue fountain and a Starbucks in heaven, I believe it. Don't tell Stan I said that. But we are in this together. We're in this together. And my prayer today is that you make a pact with me and you will be in this with me. We get that choice. 